When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Boop Show, episode 288. It's May 4th, 2021. Yeah. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the boop show or to it for the first time i don't know i don't like to make assumptions about who you are or where you come from if you're here for the first time you're welcome if you're coming back welcome back hey it's me scott johnson and brian dunaway over there hi brian oh hi scott this is definitely not my first time hanging out with scott johnson no it's not also no you, you uh if i die from too much mountain dew zero sugar major melon <laughs> intake it's your fault I've been drinking this for days. I take no liability for that. It's so good. I can't stop. It is so good. See, I don't get the cans. I always get the 20-ounce bottles because I'm a real glutton for punishment. Well, I'm just worried these are going to... You know how they pull them all the time? It's like one day these are available, the next day, like, what do you mean? This didn't even exist. I'm worried about that. I'm going to stock up. They're totally going to get rid of it, but it is so delicious. Everybody I know either hates or loves. It is a definite... If you like like drinking Jolly Ranchers... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> then please, by all means, go they get are, you a It's like a liquid Jolly Rancher without they are, the sugar. Delicious. And it's the zero I need because I can't do the sugar right now like I used to. But Right. Um, oh, I got the, I finally found the uh, the Coke coffee. So we got a Coca-Cola coffee with a dark roast blend. And I've been drinking those, but now I found a zero sugar one. How is so it? I'm gonna, I haven't tried it yet. I haven't tried it. So we're going to find out. How sounds that like goes. A, sounds like welcome like to a drink talk on the Boop Show. Yeah. Are you thirsty yet? It's a, I mean, I don't know. Coffee and Coke together sounds like a bad combo. But what do I know? I, I thought at first as well, but I the first one I got was one with uh, was caramel Coca Cola with coffee, Weird. and I thought, well, maybe. Yeah. And I drank it, and I'm like, yeah, I like this. <laughs> I like it a lot. I mean, I'd try it on air or something, but I I don't think that's one I would like crack you, open. You, do you like coffee though? You don't think you'd like? I don't. Really I don't like the taste of coffee yeah. at all. Yeah, then you're not gonna like this then, because guess what? It has a coffee taste to it. Oh, great! It's just so yeah. bitter. I don't know how y'all do it. It's just bitter, man. Mm-hmm. It's like licking the side of a truck. I don't well, want it. Definitely start with the zero sugar, uh, either vanilla or caramel. Okay. Um, it's not. It's not really prevalent there. It it seems to have less carbonation, in my mm. opinion. Oh, see, it that's the like other thing. Carbonation, carbonation and the taste of, of a of a coffee is just a weird right. concept. Like I said, it's not a real strong coffee taste unless you get the dark roast. That's the one I like, but I like coffee. Dark roast Coke. Ask for it by name, everyone. Dark roast Coke. And it's only like 67 milligrams of caffeine, so compare that to most of the soft drinks out there. It's not too bad as long as you're trying to. Yeah. If you want a little bit of a zing but not too much, it's not bad. Well, speaking of things we've spent way too much time doing, I will mention that I played a lot of golf between the last time you and I spoke, and I don't mean golf. actual golf like on a course. I don't mean that. I mean well, not like for this show. Video Absolutely game not. golf. Video game golf. Yeah, baby. Hitting balls that aren't real on a course <laughs> that doesn't exist. 
is my idea of a good time. I love golf. I talked a, a bit on core about this, but just want to say it here. Uh, you know, anytime you have a golf video game, I'll play it. Even the serious ones that are like super realistic all the way down to the super Mario golf style, you know, not right. Not very like, rooted I, in reality. I don't care. I love golf of all kinds. I'm ready. I'm, let's my, my two extremes are hot shots, golf, a PlayStation game, uh, which game. I loved. I think I mostly played two hot shots, golf, two, two. I think that's yeah, right. Two was great. And then I, I played some more serious tiger woods golf back in the day, if I remember correctly. And those are pretty much the two that I kind of, the franchises I stayed within the, uh, the yeah, the, the, those were great. The, in their heyday, like the 360 era, um, PGA tour things that, right. that he was doing were real good. And then they got kind of overly complicated for their own good. And yeah, uh, you know, he, he was falling out of favor a little bit with people and that was in a whole other issue. And then, and then, uh, the big one now is that 2k golf game, which is what I'm playing now. And it's very good. I remember the Lynx series. I remember a bunch of arcade games that I love. Oh, the Link Mario series. series has always been my my kind of can't wait for a new one to come out. They got a new one of those coming out in a couple months. Or no? I just couldn't. I I played the Mario one, but I wasn't I I wasn't any more excited about that than I was the Hot Shots Golf. Other than it was like, hey, I get to play as Mario. Nothing cool. wrong with Hot Shots. Hot Shots is great. In fact, those same guys made a new game. You know, it's called. Hold on. Even hotter shots. Nope. It's an Apple Arcade exclusive, and it's called Clap Hands. It's a terrible name, <laughs> uh, but it's Clap Hands Golf, and it's it's basically oh, really? Hot Shots Golf again. Uh, so if well, you like that, this up right now, I gotta have that. Oh, you gotta play it. It's great. It's very good. Hands. I wish that it- is like the worst golf name. <laughs> I've ever heard. I don't even know what that means. I keep hoping that it'll end up on consoles, possibly uh, Switch or something, because I think it'd be really good there. It's fine on phones and stuff. Uh, you know, plays good. Is it called good. Slap Kings? No. Is that maybe what it was? It's Clap called. Hands. H-A-N-Z. Clap Hands. Without the D. The no, not, not like hands like your hand. Oh, okay. Oh. Yep. Hans, like Hans, H-A-N-Z. Yeah, like Klopp Hans. Klopp Hans, I got you. It's your German buddy playing golf with a German friend. It's a terrible name. You're not wrong, chat room. But the point is... Oh, it's it's, arcade only. Yeah, that's what I said. It's Apple Arcade. Well, I know that, but I was hoping it'd be like, uh, you know, either or you could play the Apple Arcade or you could purchase it directly. No, they never do that. If the Apple Arcade Arcade games are pure Apple Arcade and... Yeah, you're right. Well, I shouldn't say that. They can be on other stuff like, you know, Steam and consoles they just can't be on android that's the only difference but it's uh but also it means no microtransactions no millions of currencies none of that bs in there that's right just a recurring fee of 4.99 a month well yeah but then you know in theory you get hundreds of games for that but i uh, i like it a lot i recommend it and it also plays great on desktop because uh all those games uh sync up and play on your mac as well uh and your ipad but anyway point is golf man Golf is great. Golf. And the 2K series, which is what I'm playing right now, 2K1, is great. And uh, uh, a little on the more realistic side, but I don't care. Uh, my big complaint, I mentioned it on Core. I'll say it again. Uh, the commentary guy, the, the British guy, is great. He's always like, hey, right, we're approaching hole number four. We're ready. He's great. The American guy, who's an actual player, I don't know, I forget his name, he keeps piping in with the most inane, stupid things you've ever heard anyone say out loud. Oh, but I love those things. Oh, he's the worst. So he'll say, well, British my- guy will go, so we've noticed teams, you know, said the wind and this and that. And this guy will go, <laughs> boy, howdy, it's time for us to hit that ball, isn't it? 
It's like, shut so up. It's the equivalent of uh, Jason Bateman's character in, uh, oh, yes. what was the name of that? Yes. Matt and Trey Parker, Balls. Uh, what was the name uh, of balls, it? Balls, b- uh, ba- Basketball. Basketball, that's it. Basketball. Yeah. Or or yeah. it's, uh, or it's what's his name in um, uh, Best in Show, uh, Fred Willard. Oh, there you go. Sitting yes. there with the British dude. It's a lot like that. Oh, that's good, too. That's good, it's too. Fine. Also, Fred Willard in uh, the Fred Willard, younger Fred Willard lookalike. What's his name uh, in Pitch Perfect? Oh, what is that guy? Uh, I always think. I'm like, oh, Fred Willard ever need to be replaced. Fred Willard there he Jr. Is. Well, he does. Now he's yeah. dead, so we need a new one. Right. True. Dodgeball's great. Uh, hold on. Rich Beam is the, yeah, he's the he's the player guy that I can't stand in this. I'm sure he's a fine golfer and a great dude, but geez, it's bad. Anyway, it's fine. But you know, that's one of my favorite parts about some video games. Like, there's the old uh, NASCAR game, and some of those stupid things are just some of my favorite parts of Daytona. Let's go away. Daytona. Uh, Also, uh, what was I going to say? Oh, oh, uh, my whole point here is uh, (laughs) golf is one of those things I don't like in real life. I don't like real golf at all. Not interested. Don't follow it. Don't play it. What about putt putt? Don't I'll do that occasionally, but I'm not really pining for it. But you give me right. a video game version of any of those things and I am in. I don't know why. Yeah. I don't know why. Just is. You know what? I always th- there's golf games always start too fast for me. Uh maybe not. <laughs> I, I usually I usually click until I'm like in the in the golf game and I'm like, wait, is this the golf game where you have to press the button and then release it when it gets to the bar? Or is this the one that you hit and you hit it twice when it gets to the area you want? And you always whiff that first one when you're trying to remember how to play it. That's true. Well, this is one uh, I can tell you this. If you play with a controller on this one, either console or PC, it has uh, the the way you hit the ball is you pull back on the right analog stick. And then the stick swings around. And then as soon as it hits the sweet spot, you thrust forward. Now you want to thrust forward either straight for a straight oh shot God. or do a little bit of curvy wervy to get it to go other places. It sounds bad. <laughs> it's not. It works great. No problem. I'm sure it does. But that, that sounds like way more effort than I want to put into my golf game. I'm more of a uh, hit it now kind yeah. of guy. You know, I, like, I like the button thing, too. I kind of prefer now. the button thing. But uh, right. It, but I think that's what Mario will be. Although I actually don't yeah, know. Yeah. I don't know what Mario Golf's doing this time around. No idea. I just know I'm getting it. I'm buying that sight unseen. Don't care. Well, yeah, you got to. What choice do you have? I don't have a choice. I'm buying it. You don't. That 58 bucks or whatever is just going to burn a hole in my pants until I spend it. (laughs) So that's the thing I'm going to do there. Also, I'm pissed at you because you got uh, Xbox Cloud beta access. I cannot strip one of those away from Microsoft to save my effing life. I want to try it right now. Why can't I try it? I pay for uh, Game Pass Ultimate. How come I'm not on some list for freaking beta things? It's a great question. I woke up this morning and I was like, oh, man, this is going to be a rough day. Let me check my email. <laughs> xCloud beta invite. Yes. Mm. And so uh, I loaded it up from on my iPad and played for a hot minute last week. I played um, uh, Rain on Your Parade. And mm. so I said, well, I've already played that. Let's just see how the performance is. It's still recent in my memory. And uh, it did okay. Um, it did much better when I played it uh, in the browser on my computer. Yeah, uh, but you know that's kind of pointless because I've already got a PC. It runs Windows. I could have played. You know, I could just yeah. But that's a latency ultimate. thing, right? Like you're you're just talking about a latency difference on your on your yeah. Wi-Fi enabled phone it, versus your yeah computer. yeah. So absolutely, since my my iPad, I got like a the, I don't have like a Pro or nothing, and so it's it's just on the Wi-Fi, and it was it was it was a little glitchy, but I don't know. I have to try it again. It could have just been 
the time when I tried it, who knows? Uh, but I'm very excited to give it a try. It's, it's, it's always nice to be able to hook up your controller to the iPad, the iOS devices. They work really well yeah. with your Xbox One controllers, no problem. And uh, I hopped on there, and it just, it's just nice to think, oh, during lunchtime, I can just, you know, pop the old iPad out and play yeah. some of my games from that. Or a browser. I don't care. I just want to get I just I'm ready by now. Like, uh, what's the yeah. hold up? I understand you want to test it, but gosh dang it. I'm ready. Give me I'm ready my, already. Yeah, let me let me play your damn exciting thing that I'm already yeah. paying for that I don't have yet. I don't know why it's rolling out so slowly. I don't understand that. Yeah, maybe they feel like they got some time because I don't know. Maybe so. I don't know what they're doing. What but they I hope doing? they hurry up. Who knows? All right. Uh, so, um, <laughs> um, hold on. Diana yes. says in the chat, I need to stop being such a Blizzard shill and be a Microsoft shill. Uh, yeah, that's the do way it. to do it. If you want to get access to things, you got to shill for them is what is my understanding. Well, everybody knows that. Yeah. I mean, duh. I mean, and I hear, I hear Bill Gates is single now. Oh, too oh. soon. Way too soon. That's not that's true, like is today. it? Is he? What? What's, he's no, he's not. Really. He, well, you know, they're Bill and uh, Blenda are splitting up. No. Seen that. No. Oh, you didn't see that? No. I didn't yes. know that. Hold on. Oh, my gosh. I was blown away when I saw this. Now, I don't want to get too deep into the discussion of it because that man's business is his business. But I just couldn't believe it because it had been such a force for, you know, good in the world uh, with the uh, with the with the Gates Foundation. They worked hand in hand. They're going to continue to work hand in hand on that. But they're splitting up after, what, 27 years? 27 years. That's, that's, years. Like, that's a long time. That's classic. That's classic for us. And uh, it was rough. Oh, wow. Hold on. I'm just looking at how they're splitting it. We've raised. Oh, yeah. I don't think it was children. a prenup. Or, oh, you're talking about the foundation or are you talking just about all of money? it? Like all the money. Right. I mean, yeah. She has a prenup. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. My guess is uh, uh, they're done with those kids. They all moved out and they're like, yeah. all right, I'm sick of Bill. He smells like he smells like old paper. I'm out of here. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Bill's been very he's he's kind of been a uh, he's been in the public spotlight for a while, but Forever. for this past year with COVID, I mean, he kind of like he kind of predicted some of the stuff that was going to happen and so, you know, he's been kind of Yeah, but why would that why that. Well, I don't understand how that would make them want to get away from each other. I thought these guys I, were Yeah, for real. unless he's just always gone absent. I like I said, I don't want to predict or guess what their marital problems are because they, you know, they're people. They, 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 no matter what station in life they have, they're just people. They have relationships. What if he's just you know? a dude in his 60s with all the money in the world and nowhere to spend right. it? And he's like, you know what? I just need some 25 year old girl to come to the house right. and touch my What's nub. the point, though? What would be the point? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what he's doing. Well, good luck. What would be the point? This is like, ah. Most of these articles are about how QAnon people are freaking out about it and they all have theories. Oh, my God. That's great. Get over it. Yeah, that's great. Y'all just keep wackadooing yourself to wackadoo town. I'll be over here playing (laughs) video games with Brian. Speaking of which. (laughs) All right, we're going to take some time for some news in the indie uh, space this week. A lot of stuff going on. And before we do, I just want to throw out there that we have reignited. And by reignite, and by we, I mean Brian mostly, because he's done all the work. And by reignited, I mean, you know, gone back to the page and started up a little bit. <laughs> Boopshow.reddit.com. So the Reddit right. page is back on, baby. And it's a place for you guys to submit stories you think are interesting in this space. If you want us to talk about certain things uh, that you've seen, we've, you know, you hear that, oh, so-and-so left a giant company, is starting a little startup, and his new game's a little tiny thing. Here's what it's going to be. Whatever you guys find, you want to share it with us. We'll scrape that every week and uh, see if any of that stuff fits the show as well. So 
boopshow.reddit.com. Go check it out. We used to, we used to, uh, Captain, uh, Captain Kipper, who's in the chat room, is, is, is submitted many things to that. And we used to have a lot of active uh, users on the Reddit. And I think we just, when we stopped doing the news for the boop show, mm-hmm. we weren't using it as much. But we're back to doing the news and we really got to get on it. Yeah. And focus Helps news. Out. We're not doing just like, don't come to us with, I heard Sony's got a new guy. We're not into that. We want to talk about indies. It's the indie space, yo. So post about yes. that stuff and let us know what you find out. All right, check this out. Microsoft wants to reduce Xbox store cut and shake up the console world. Ooh, baby. So they're basically taking a, they're, they're kind of doing what uh, Epic did with uh, with their online store. And this is news on the back of them already announcing they're going to do this for their PC store. So the Microsoft PC store, PC game store, I should say is switching to the, what, 18%, eight, or 8812, sorry, that's what it is. Right, right, 8812. Instead of the 7030 that everybody else does for everything, they're going to move to that. 7030 so is crazy for a storefront. I mean, come on. Yeah, yeah. So that means 88% of all profits go to the developers, 12% goes to Microsoft to handle uh, you know the store and be sort of the middleman for everything. Uh, that's according to confidential documents filed in Epic Games versus Apple's case. So that whole thing's been going on, and that's a big part of their contention over there, although it really has very little to do with their contention. Their contention's about other terms of service. But um, this keeps coming up, and it's it's putting pressure on people like Apple, Amazon, Sony, Microsoft, yeah. although it looks like Microsoft's maybe about to switch gears. Um, anybody who has any kind of digital storefront, the 7030, Steam is another one, the 7030 is standard. That is just the way it's always been since man started doing this (laughs) right and this is a shift not necessarily brought on in particular by epic but epic's a notable example of it when they launched the epic pc store they're like hey we're moving to this 8812 instead of the 7030 it's one of the advantages we have so if you're a small developer you're going to make more money with us and if you're a big developer you make more money with us because we're going to give you a bigger percentage of the take um that's a way for them to compete with steam but also uh well, mainly it's that. It's mainly just yeah, to yeah. get market share from Steam. Um, yeah, because uh, st- when going in, uh, that was quite. I didn't believe it when I saw Epic coming in. It's like, oh, you can't, you can't even move the needle against Steam. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they found some really creative ways to really shake everything up. Epic is a, is a constant talking point uh, for me these days. It seems mm-hmm. so. Good on you, Epic. Uh, real quick here. Kentucky Fried Computer says, imagine the mall charged 30% on every sweater you bought from The Gap. You've got that a little bit wrong. The comparison is more like, what does The Gap charge the manufacturing side for making something the for them? sweatshops. Yeah, for- and, and I, hate, I got bad news for you. It's <laughs> way more than 30%, okay? So don't really? get all excited about how you think the rest of the world is doing this well. At least games have this number, and the digital space has this, like, this delineation of 70-30, most places you never you'll never even freaking know what right. the cost was monetarily or beyond. So I would not get tangled up in those weeds if I were you guys at home. Not calling him out in particular, but you know what I'm saying. Like, right, right. Don't don't do don't make those comparisons because they don't actually line up. Um, but in this case, I'm not going to say good on Epic or bad on Epic. I'm just going to say I think the writing's on the wall, and eventually, all of these stores, everybody, PlayStation, Microsoft, mm-hmm. Xbox. PC sides of things, maybe even Steam one day, they're all going to have to get closer to this. It may not yeah, be exactly yeah. 8812, but I think they're going to get closer to it. 
And um, it's fine if not, because, you know, if, if if Steam is able to, you know, wrestle back, you know, all that they've kind of let go, if they're able to do that, they can continue to charge what they want. I mean, eh, what you going to do? Yeah. What you going to do? But I I like that Epic has, shaken, has just shooken everything up. This every, every time I turn around, it's like, yeah. You know, I don't know if things I like are it. changing. I don't know if I you like it. You don't know if you like it. I okay. don't know if I like it because I don't, I'm not going to give, I don't think this is an altruistic move on their part. I think this oh, is. Oh, absolutely not. No, no, no. I'm sorry. I, was I, was I saying it like. No, what I mean is this is them just swinging their penis around going, eh, look at this. What do you think of this? Swinging around that Fortnite money. Yeah, the big Fortnite weighing out in the middle of everyone's face. That's right. Slap you in the like, cheek with it. And, uh, <laughs> and I, and I don't like their methods so much. Um, right. the, all that being said, yeah, I'd like to see developers make more money. That'd be great. Yeah. And in the end, competition is good. It means all of us will benefit. So, so yeah, overall, it is a positive thing. Uh, Epic drives me crazy, though. They annoy me right. to no end. Um, but, hey, it has to be somebody, Spe- I suppose. Specifics or just... Uh, just in general. Just, their, just their attitude. Just the, their, little, the way they do it. They're this stupid. Little, this freaking, little smug. Their 84 video that they put out. Yeah. F that. That's that sucked. And that was that just all that tells me is they are treating their gamers like tools. And right. I don't respect oh, absolutely. that at all. So absolutely don't do that stuff, you guys. Just just have your little fight in court. I'm not rooting for anybody because F rooting for billionaires. I don't care. I think right. I, I maybe this is where me and you kind of have different gripes in pretty much, you know, we're we're both mad about the same people. Just for different reasons, so it's like to me, it's like uh, epic. You're you're doing the thing that I love. I can't stand for people to just say who've been around a while. Well, that's the way we've always done it. That's yeah. always pissed me off. It's like, well, why are we doing it like this? Well, that's the way we've always done it. And I feel like about that about Steam for a while. You know how I feel about them. I yeah. love hate them too. I have them right here. Hold on. It says I don't right. like Steam. You don't like Steam, right? Although so, sometimes uh, I love Steam. Sometimes you love Steam. I love Steam sometimes. Yeah. But yeah, that's not, I'm I'm very anti. That's the way we've always done it around here, and I think Epic's coming in and going, "Well, yeah," even if it's not always right. But I don't think that's and what they're saying. See, I don't think Steam is ever going. Well, that's just the way we've done it around. I don't think they're saying that. They're saying you don't think so. No, they're just saying this is our business model, and so you would there. Right. So it's still their business model, and when Epic comes in and says, "Oh yeah, we're going to undercut that model by this much," great, but it doesn't mean that that automatically that means Valve is in some position of trying to you know, say that, well, it's the way we, I don't think they're saying, well, it's the way we've always done it. They just like to keep making 30%. Right. I think that's it. Like it's, it's, it's a bunch of money. Why wouldn't they want to make that money? And so I get what you're saying. Disruption is good. There's nothing wrong with that. It creates competition. All that stuff is good, but I don't think this is a situation where the little guys coming in and saying, Oh my God. Epic is definitely not the little guy anymore. Well, no, Epic's not even close to a little guy. They're they're the opposite of little guy. So, right. So anyway, I guess what I'm saying is I would not, if I were you listeners at home, I would not devote too much of your devotion to any one company or any one service. If you're not getting what you need, you don't use them. And if you like what you get out of them, great, but don't act like they're these, these altruistic flowing robe, wonderful human beings that are just there to help you. They don't give a shit about that. They care about their bottom line. And if that bottom line is improved by you getting good service out of them, then good. And if it doesn't, then F right off and move over to the next guy. So there you go. Uh, All right, let's move on. 
Well, that's the other thing is that, you know, everybody thought this was going to really, really disrupt things with Steam, but it really hasn't. That's the problem. No. It hasn't Steam done much at all. That. Steam just sort of sits there and does it. They don't have shareholders. Yeah. They're still a private company. They don't have to And that's one anybody. thing that I would love about Steam always, as long as they remain that way. Because nothing's worse than trying to answer to shareholders who are constantly every year going, profits must increase every year, no matter what. And it's like, so... We're supposed to run it into the ground. Yeah, mm-hmm. do that. Mm-hmm. So I like privately held companies. Make I do too. If it were me, I would never. But it's, oh yeah. man, it's billions on the table if you do, and that's why it's so tempting. People it's, just uh, do yeah, it. absolutely. Uh, all right. Another one of Scott's favorite games came out of uh, early access this week. We got 1.0 of Legend of Keepers. I reviewed it on the show highly, like very positively. And I wanted people to know that it's out there and available now. 100% recommend this thing. Uh, in this patch, they've added a few final things that make it the 1.0 that it is. Uh, they added Ascension and game, uh, excuse me, Ascension and Endless game modes are there for everybody. Five new monsters: Skeletal Cultist, Skeleton Executioner, Skeleton Bull, Processed Armor, and Time Watcher. This will make more sense if you play the thing. Uh, three right. new traps: Monstrous Altar, Modified Fan, and Trained Rats. They got a new class uh, for the hero, uh, the Bard. That'd be pretty cool. Two new champions, the innkeeper and a samurai, and a new intro when the thing launches, which I noticed immediately they didn't, when I patched wait, it. Wait, they they didn't have an innkeeper originally? No. Well, I mean, there's no you don't need one. I mean, it's it's just a okay. bit there's no there's no <laughs> Hold on a second. So you were thinking like, oh, they have like a hotel and no one's watching the place? It's not like that. There's right, no yeah, hotel. I mean, yeah. Okay, so all right, okay. He's so just called the innkeeper. He must have the innkeeper. Yeah, he's just called the innkeeper. There's no inn to go. Oh. But uh oh, okay. Uh, anyway, I know I mean that if bullet. you travel home to you know if you use your hearthstone, you travel home, there's no uh innkeeper there. <laughs> exactly. Um also features therapy. full controller support, although I haven't messed with that. Um, but I play this game a ton on my PC and my uh my Mac that runs on both on Steam. And it's fantastic. So if you just got a little hole in your life that's about the, this game size, Legend of Keepers is rad. And I talked about it on the show. I did a full review some episodes ago. I don't know which one. Maybe that would help if I told them. I don't know. Go back to episode uh, something. You find out and then post it on the Reddit for yeah, us. Yeah, we could easily Appreciate find you. out. Yeah, that'd be great. All right. And then uh, finally, indie game Turnip Boy commits tax yeah. evasion. That's the full title. Uh, is killing it on Steam. Uh, came out of nowhere. Overwhelmingly positive. Yeah. People seem super into it. Uh, you play as an adorable yet troublemaking turnip, avoid paying taxes, solve plan, plantastic puzzles, <laughs> harvest crops and battle massive beasts all in a jury to tear down a corrupt vegetable government. And, uh, we actually got covers or, um, covers codes keys codes we got codes, we got codes. i was in a code and i appreciate that wayne did i get I a code i don't think i got a code no i don't know if you got the code or not i definitely got the code brian should review this next week regardless because you got the code. i think i'm definitely going to review this for next week and uh they had me sold as soon as they said avoid paying taxes i was like sign me up yeah get on there uh also some um, good deals this week to keep your eye out for fort triumph I uh, got a mostly positive review right now. Release date was April 16th, 2020, and it is currently 55% off, 11 bucks, 24 cents. So go get that. Didn't you play this? I did. did. You review this as well? Fort Triumph is rad. Yep. I liked yes. it a lot. Uh, Breath Hedge. I also Bre- think one of I us I think played? it's Breath Edge. Didn't one of us play that? We have not. We talked about playing it. It looks really interesting. Now that the price is right with 30% off. Hey, wait. 
That's the 30% we were talking oh, about earlier. I did talk about this when it was early access. I did review it on the show. So it's a, nice. um, it's basically, uh, it's trying to be a maybe more humorous, but it's another sort of uh, aquatic or uh, what's that game called? The uh, one. Aquatica. No, <laughs> it's not Aquatica. <laughs> Shit. Nuquatica. No, it's the one... <laughs> The one you go underwater and find all the shit and make Nautica. subnautica. Jeez Louise. Uh, <laughs> I'm just giving you bits until you can figure it out. This game is basically subnautica so in space. It's it's that's yeah. what it is. It's pretty good. Wait, game. so is is subnautica in space? Yeah, it's okay. That's that's like the opposite of subnautica. Uh well, I mean it's space. you float around and find stuff and run out of air and it's right. it's almost it could be water is what I'm saying. Have, having having okay. played both those games. It's really just outer space subnautica. It really is. And I'm not kidding when I say that. And I don't mean it as a bad thing. We could use more of that in our lives. It's fine. But that is what it is. It's only $17.50 right now. Yeah, it's cheap. So 35% off that. And if you want to get 100% off something, New Baron, The Adventures of an Unlucky Gnome. Oh, I love gnomes. Oh, do yes. I. Mm. And I reviewed this on uh, on this show, I think, last year. Love the animations. Let me take a look at this here. I don't remember yeah, this. Yes, love the animations. Mostly positive. More recent reviews are mixed for some reason. I'm not sure because if it's free and people are like, ah, it's free. Screw that crap. I don't like free. Oh, yeah. Look at this. I think you did play this. I remember I something. Yeah. It was gorgeous. Yeah. This it's worth was... free. And I mean, there's no like uh, in-game economy or nothing. It's just it's a Steam doing their thing going, oh, yeah, Epic gives you free games. Here's a free game from us. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, so it is free and available now uh, for a limited time, but uh, 100% off the normal $10 price. So go check that yeah. out. All right. Now the games we played this week. All right, I'm going to start. I played a game that wasn't the game last week that I said I was going to play. So uh, don't get mad at me. This is just how it goes sometimes. Um, I, don't, I don't ever judge. Look, you're, you're, I'm, I'm a structured person. And so I always announce every week what I'm going to play. And I play 90% of the time. I'll play what I'm going to say what I'm going to play. Yeah, but Scott's, but if you're gonna play Scott's something, more like live by the seat of his pants. I kind of have to. Sometimes they suck. I'll play a game and go, or I'll yeah. think, oh, I'll play this next week. And then I'll play it. And I'm going, this is bad. I'm not reviewing this. And then yes. I, won't, I just won't bother, but uh, absolutely, I will you know, bother. There's a reason one. why we don't give scores that are usually below like a six or a seven, because usually if it's below a six or a seven, we just don't play it. Yeah, that's a good point. All right, the game I played this week is Skeletal Avenger, and uh, despite what you may think of that name, I think the name's fine. But uh, I think it's good. I like that name. Yeah, actually. it's pretty good. Uh, this is a the, PC. Uh, he's the last Avenger. He's the last Avenger, and he's a skeleton, which is kind of cool. Yeah. He is uh, a skeleton. That is absolutely true. It's a game on PC. It's in early access currently. Uh, this is a 10 tons limited production, both publisher and developer. Uh, they make a lot of good stuff. So you probably heard that uh, name before out there, listeners. It was released on April 28th, 2021. They've been steadily doing updates. And I just got a code from these folks not long ago. Currently $15.29 on Steam, which is kind of a weird price, but that's just a on sale thing. So price. Yeah, some percentage thing. Anyway, here's the, here's the deal. Their description is this. You've been murdered, but your spirit will control skeletal warriors for a quest for vengeance. Your ultimate goal is to avenge your own death, but first you need to master your weapons and learn from your enemies. Skeletal Avenger is a roguelike hack and slash for those who like to use their head. And they mean that literally because you can toss your head at people and then recall your head. Uh, that's pretty fun. Uh, so... 
you can either recall or you can just run over and pick it up. It's easier and faster to just run over and pick it up. If you throw yeah. it, it takes a while to conjure you, it back. So something. Do, do you whistle to make it come back? Do you, you like? You just go. You just kind of look like you're focused. Okay. Like all you right. kind of get all focused. like, and then your, your head okay. comes flying back and lands on your neck. Uh, the game I would compare this to, or games I would compare it to, are uh, like a lighter take on uh, on Diablo. It really is a lot like that. Uh, and I don't mean that negatively at all. In fact, you'll hear me kind of rave about this game so far. I really like it thus far. But you're basically playing a kind of somewhat simplified action RPG in the vein of a, of Diablo or you yeah. know Path of yeah. Exile, that sort of game. And uh, it's also a roguelike, which means that once you die, you're dead, but you, again, go back with more stuff than you came with. The levels are random. Um, you know, a lot of those things are there. Lots of treasure, lots of puzzles to open gates and how to open them. You fight a boss at the end of each run, and if you beat that boss, you get rad loot, including cool weapons and gear and stuff. And throughout the game, you'll find other dead skeletons, and when you find those, you can absorb their power and get a perk. And those perks are things you probably could guess, like... Uh, more life for this run or uh, your head comes back quicker or you can uh, your your every hit with your sword causes some explosion or whatever like these little uh, perky things you'd expect it's got a bunch of blood it's very like cute but gory very bloody yeah a lot more gory than you'd think Um, there's some some really cool puzzly kind of elements to it graphically I I like what they're doing here Um, it's not going to be, you know, this isn't like next gen, like Diablo four looking at all. Right. Um, it's not low poly, but they've gone for kind of not voxel either. I don't know what to call it. It's, yeah. It's, it's, it's a little, it's not as voxely as like something like Minecraft dungeons, but it does have that kind of that feeling almost like a Minecraft dungeons with all the, all the glowing yeah. uh, effects they got going on. And I, I like the way it looks. It's, yeah, it's, it's a uh, pretty game. Um, yeah, it plays really well, like just feels great. I'm playing this with a controller. I would recommend that. The default play is not click to move. It is uh, WASD, and I hate that in these games. So I'm not doing that. Um, that Ogre, that Ogre just barely missed the character. Yeah, yeah, he did. Did you see that? That was pretty crazy. I did. He like he took a swing, and he missed. Yeah. Uh, the other thing is it, uh, what was I going to say? Oh, you have a dash move. Uh, you got an alternate hit for every every weapon behaves differently. So there's big hammers, there's swords, there's all sorts of stuff. Uh, lots of boxes and, and barrels and stuff to break so you can get golden shit out of those things. I noticed um, there's a proximity bombs in some of these barrels. You just seem like he's walking past them and they're just making these huge explosions. Yeah, if cool you bump looking. up next to these bombs uh, or hit them, you need right. to get out of the way because they will chain react and blow the shit out of everything. And they're they're strategic. So if you've got a lot of bad guys you're trying to deal with, you can, but it has uh, the one. It has the one thing that I hate in all of these types of games. What's that? It's got it's got floor spikes, and those oh, yeah. piss me off. Yeah, they should piss you off. They're 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 right. Kind of, they're I guess that's moves. their intent. But I'm like, it, it's I'll get I'll get like in a flow where I'm like, okay, I'm battling this guy, and I'm doing my little dashes, and I'm doing this, and then you'll run across a floor that you really you really don't see. You really don't see, and then all of a sudden, next thing you know, you got spike damage right to your feet. Yeah, you're right. It can be a pain. Uh, this the, the I found the traps in here to be pretty reasonable though they never really killed me either I just sort of if I ever got hit by one it would sort of hurt but it wasn't right. too big of a deal um, in terms of difficulty you can kind of mess around with those settings but um, I found it to be just the right amount of challenge not too much but enough to keep you on your toes especially the boss battles the guy doing the video here is driving me crazy because he will not open barrels boxes or 
He's not looting properly. Well, I just, I'm such a, I can't, it's like, it's, see, okay, he finally killed that barrel. When I look at a screen. I got to break everything when I go, and when I'm playing these types of games, I got to break everything in the room. Yeah. If you don't, you're, you're a horrible human being and you should be, you should be shot. I mean, I really, I look at a room and you walk in, if you see about five boxes and then you don't kill those boxes, then what are we doing? What are you even doing? I did. I I just saw him do a dash into a platform in the middle of a room, and where he was like, like he was going on the outside earlier. I didn't realize he could oh, yeah, zip totally, over there. Totally. I'm like, why don't you just zip over there? Then they show you that in the tutorial. So I don't know what took him so long to do that. But okay. Again, this guy's just kind of bad. Um, right. Anyway, it's a good time. I like it quite a bit. Here's a little bit of audio from the game. Uh, just some gameplay. So check it out. Sim tossing around a sword a little bit, getting in trouble. Uh, it's uh, it's great. It's also kind of short run type stuff, so the levels aren't too big and annoying in terms of length. And you go up three levels, you fight the boss, you go back. Uh, there's like a hub area where you talk to some uh, dude in a robe who's like, "Hey, you got to use your quest and shit to do." Like a lot of these <laughs> are very he, tropey. Is he combat. also a skeleton? Are like no. all your people skeletons or just you? No, you're controlling. You're dead. You're controlling a skeleton with your mind so that you can get revenge for your death. And so, of course, um, like you do. Boy, this guy's gone. He he made an error. This is he's he's made. A, he's he has aggroed way too many many things, yep. and now he has cornered himself. Yep. He's going to be and okay. It's, not, it looks it's like. not going well. Uh, it's got some environmental stuff like those. Look at those flame chucker things. Those are pretty cool. Um, oh, turrets of flame. I don't like that. How many <laughs> dead rats are back there? There's, <laughs> There's a lot rats of dead rats. Start a plague. Yeah, yeah. There quite a few rats. Uh, I had a lot of fun. It's early. There's some polish to be done for sure. But for the most part, it plays really well. Feels good, which is what I want out of a game like this mainly is how it feels. And um, at this stage, even, I think I would recommend this. Uh, and like I said, it's cheap right now. It's like 15 bucks. So so what's the, I see, I see he's got a, a, a mini map or a map he's popping up from time to time. Is yep. that, is, is that an effective map? I found more and more as I've, as, as the deeper I delve into indie games, I'm like, how important my map is. Yeah, maps are important. Um, I would he didn't say. like he even looked at it. He just like, he just like a, took a peek at it. So is it. Yeah, he's just, he's just using like, it yeah, funny because you can do that. You can just expand it out and look at it if you want. Right. Um, but you can also overlay it if you want. Remember the old yeah. Diablo map that you could just, well, oh, all yeah. Diablo games are like this, but you create. Now, I do I do that in these games. That kind of annoys some people I know, but I'll just go ahead and pull up that. Uh, I'll just do the overlay and leave that map right up there. I can totally ignore it. Well, that's definitely in here. So if you want to do that, you can use that. Yeah. Um, it's uh, You don't hardly need the map. I don't know why he's looking at it so often because you can kind of just tell where to go. I'm lost. Where but am if I? You, I'm but lost. if you get stuck or you're like, oh, there's an area I haven't explored yet or whatever, you can look and see where the fog of war still is and then go there. Um, but uh, yeah, there's lots of options with that. You never feel lost is the main thing. I, I never did. Right. Um, anyway, it's real good. You guys should check it out. And I'm going to give it... I'm going to give it seven and a half detached skulls out of 10. Nice. Yeah. And that's Skeletal Avenger on Steam 10 ton. Yep. Get it now. Nice. Search for Skeletal Avenger or as our okay. friend Bo Schwartz would say, Skeletal Avenger. Does That's he say skeletal? He does. I he might have to 
I might have to murder him. Yeah, it's bad. <laughs> it makes you frustrated to be, to be alive when you hear him say it. Uh, but we love him anyway. All right, Brian, tell me about We Are the Caretakers. I also played this, and I'm super curious about your take. Excellent. We Are the Caretakers is a early, early access game. It just hit the market on Thursday, April the 22nd on Earth Day. And that's one of the reasons why I was so excited about this game. I'm like, oh, a, a socially conscious game. Sign me up. So We Are the Caretakers is an Afro-futuristic sci-fi squad management RPG about protecting endangered animals and your planet from extinction. What? Mm. When I read that, I was like, what? And so I I dug deeper. We Are the Caretakers is a sci-fi turn-based squad management RPG a la XCOM. So you're making your squad management. You're doing that, but not in the field or anything. You're doing this all back at your base. You assemble arcane teams of protectors to defend your planet and the endangered wildlife you rely on. So you got to unite the world uh, against an extraterrestrial threat also. What? How did that get in there? <laughs> it's true, though. You do. I'm like, all right. So this game has mixed in a lot of interesting elements, uh, and it was nothing like I thought it would be like. And, Scott, I'm going to admit something right here before we get into the description of the gameplay. Yeah. I have... No idea. I didn't even know Afro-futuristic sci-fi was even a term that was anything. I didn't. I didn't. So, not, my ignorance abounded. Other than Wakanda forever, well, I had that, no idea. I'm not even sure that one counts because it's a you know bunch of white yeah. Guys well, that, made that the, up, the Wakanda part is more so than no. Than, I know. You know I know like, what you're saying. Black Panther for sure. Like so, there's a there is definitely a different take here. The right. style, the aesthetic of it is, um, you know, Warframe. It looks like a bunch of Warframe people, <laughs> like just it hanging out on does. a planet. It does like Warframe people. That's just, you know, this is part of the the flavor that, that this artist uh, gave to this. And I got I got to give some shout outs to Anthony Jones, former Activision Blizzard artist, that really brings uh, a, a real creative uh, character design. And you know, all the characters were just really interesting to look like. But you're right, it does look like a Warframe, but it's really Nothing like Warframe at all. Uh, Warframe's all first-person shooter, right? I mean, Third-person, like, but yeah, just, it's nothing, yeah, it's nothing like that. It. Yeah. Right. Has that. It but just has back, a look. Right. So. Back to my bigger point, like I said, I didn't know anything about Afrofuturistic sci-fi. other, But, you know, it, it explains itself, I think. So well, I'm it's kind of like uh, me and John Jagger have this little fight about dragons and MMOs. And right. there's Western-style dragons and there's Eastern-style dragons. And they're very right. different-looking creatures. And it's like that. You know, just different takes. Right, different different takes. So, like I said, you're you're mainly managing squads. Uh, you have up, I think you have up to nine squads you can deploy on this on the maps when you go on these missions, or you can play survival. But I mostly played the mission stuff. I played only one round of survival. I'll talk about the difference of that in a minute. Uh, but you're caretakers of this world, and you uh, you're going to play. You're going to have like a squad that's going to have some healers, some tanks. Some diplomats, and the reason why you have diplomats instead of something else is because you don't really kill anybody in this game. It's all about reputation, and you're standing with the community and the greater community uh, in your area. So diplomats are important. You got to be able to convince the others. I thought to, I killed uh, somebody. I must. I must remember that wrong. I thought I. You didn't kill. You think you did. It. It looks like you're killing somebody. So okay. So when you get into the fighting, it's more like um, 
What's the, what's the fighting more like? Um, I think more like ogre battle. Did you ever play that? Or no, or last, it's like your di- diplomacy fighting, basically. Or, right, or, right. Yeah. So you get in there, and you got you got two you got two factors. Mostly, you got your stamina, and then you got your uh, your willpower. Yeah. And so, if you deplete someone's uh, stamina or possibly the willpower, you can then detain them, or you can send them away, and they'll they'll go back to your camp in an area called the atrium waiting for you to come back and, uh, issue their citation <laughs> for poaching. Wow. That's the whole game. They're poachers out there. They're the bad guys. They're trying to get your, your Rons out there. That's your, your pachyderms, uh, for this game. And, uh, and you, you actually get a pachyderm too, by the way, in your first squad, you get up uh, mm. that you, they get a, you get a Ron to fight with you. He's pretty cool. Yeah. But that's the only squad I know that has to run. Anyway, yeah. back at the camp in the atrium, after you've captured or subdued uh, the poachers, you then get to pass uh, judgment upon them by either several, usually, options to either you can bribe them to uh, kind of join your team or you can uh, you can send them away or you can um, you can take a bribe as well. That's weird, right? In your in your crazy uh, diplomatic game, yeah. taking bribes, sure. but you lose reputation if you do that. Right, and reputation is important because it has a, has a factor on the community. and And when you get out there doing your missions, how many people will be on your side, and what the cost is to uh, to do things. So this game is like totally different than what I thought it would be. And you know, it's kind of a it's kind of a pacifist thing. Even though in the battles, it looks like you're kicking somebody's trash, right? Because you got like these these uh, you got these rush where you can like rush into people and you knock them down on their butt. But really, what it does is it hurts their feelings. You yeah, I mean? they don't. Nobody gets hurt. hurt. Yeah. yeah, nobody gets sure. hurt. It's just like oh, I, I guess I, I thought when the when you went and swiped somebody and their stamina went down to zero, I thought that meant they were dead. But I guess I didn't. Okay, so no, exactly. I thought so too at first. But what happens is their stamina gets down to zero. They're tired. They're like oh. This is just too hard. And so at that point in time, you can, you'll get an option for some of your characters to detain them and they'll just like, they'll dematerialize. Uh, oh man, look at that. That guy just like, yeah, he just hammered that other guy. Yeah, I just slapped him. Just, I just love that. He's like, he just come, he come charging and just knocked him down. But I love the character design, like I said before. One I don't of my know if I do. I wish I liked it a little bit more. I think the character design strikes me as, um, a little obtuse, but it's my same complaint I have really? about Warframe. I, the the Warframe, right. I'm, when I look at Warframe half the time, I don't even know what I'm looking at. It's like, what is this guy? Is that a guy? Right. Does he have a gun? Right. Is that a gun or is that some kind of, you know, whatever. Like, I appreciate different takes, but there are times where visual language is lo- a little lost on me. And this game did that to me a few right. times. Part of it was because I think I came in here going, I'm ready for an XCOM style game. But it's. Oh yeah, not it's really that. It's there's turn based. It's not but. XCOM. Yeah, it's not XCOM at all, except in the fact that you have nine available slots to make five, nine different squads, and there's a cost to each of those squads, uh, and you can put your different classes in there, and you'll level them up, uh, and classes uh, change over time. They, they kind of stay within the same range, but like you might start out with like a, a healer, and then he can become like a medic, you know, a little higher skill healer. Um, and so you have to manage all the squad before you go out there. And and the important thing to consider, of course, is the deployment cost of, of these, these squads. When you put them into the field, you pay for by tribute. So that's the currency in this game. Uh, when you're out in the field, uh, you want to encounter as many uh, cities as you can and try to win people over and you'll receive tributes 
which is your currency, so you can deploy and and do different uh, upgrades. You'll also be unlocking as you go through uh, different regions in each of the missions. Mm. When you're when you're uh, navigating around the map, uh, when you go into a sector of that mission, you'll have to first scout it out, which uh, comes into play because there is a day night cycle in this game, mm-hmm. uh, which you can pause. Can't make any actions that time, but you can pause and, and go. And uh, lots of times the objectives will be like you got to do this in so many days, or you got to protect something for so many days. Yeah, uh, adds a little variety to the game. But when you are when you are navigating the map, trying to get to the poachers who may be attacking the Ron actively, and you'll get alerts saying, "Oh, the Ron's being attacked. You need to get over there as quick as possible." Uh, and so sometimes the best option is to deploy a closer unit. Uh, to the place where you started the mission. And if you don't have enough tribute, that, that may make it more difficult. Sure. Uh, but I you got to go, go the, against the, I wish the fights had some tactical environmental stuff. Like you just face off three people on three people, basically. Right. And I was so really hoping to be like, I can duck choose... behind this and I can hide behind that wall and I can peek right. over like here. Right. Like you want a true XCOM. Yeah, I kind of this, did. Yeah. yeah. Instead of these RPG type encounters, right? Yeah. You don't, if if you don't like encounters, you're probably not going to like this game because it is a lot in the encounters. But there's there's tactics you could choose here. You can auto mode this thing. You can choose your tactic. You want to be forceful, or if you want to be friendly, uh, which is funny. I've done the friendly thing. You, you just like both just kind of stand around posturing. It's like, oh, how's it going? Oh, I'm going to heal this guy over here. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> but it's but it, at first I was like, eh, it took me a while to get into it, and then I got into it, and then it kind of. Uh, I kind of ran out of steam on on the game a little bit uh, near the end. My last playthrough, I, I played this game around uh, six hours. That's uh, pretty which, good. That's it, yeah, it's not too bad. Still early access, so there's only so much content. So they're kind of stretching out some of these fights. I think these fights would be better if they were a little shorter. I felt like there's a couple of times when I would get into these encounters and I would feel like that I was I was going on quite long. I'm like, oh, let's just end this encounter so that I can get to the next objective. Uh, but the developers are very active on Steam, and they've been looking for a lot of feedback. Um, the developer is, uh, hold on a second, it is Heart-Shaped Games. Ah, like and, box, like Heart-Shaped Box, but games. I see. Right. Yeah. And they're not only about this environmental-friendly and responsible ideology in the game. They're also uh, about this in real life. Uh, 10% of the net uh, proceeds... Uh, for this game goes to uh, wildlife, oh, uh, specifically cool. I think rhinos. I believe if you if you look up the uh, if you look that up, and actually was reached out to by Scott Brody, the the founder of Heart Shaped Games on Twitter. Mm-hmm. He uh, he thanked me for doing the WATC stream, and uh, he said, "Let me see what he said exactly here," which I felt very true. Uh, he said, "Thanks for playing." The stream. Uh, very helpful to see some points of confusion you hit that we can clear up in the future. Patches too. And I'm like, you're right. <laughs> I did get confused a couple of times. Yeah. There's some, okay. there, there's, a, there's a certain amount of kind of, I don't know, there, I don't know what to, I don't know even what to put my finger on for it, but there's something about it that is not immediately familiar. And that's okay. Right. That doesn't mean there's not value in that or isn't, you know, other ways to drag people in or drive them through the game. But uh, it'll be interesting to see what they do in the future with it. It's, uh, yeah. They, They've got they they call uh so you have missions with inside eras. I think there's three eras so far. Like era is in a passing of time. Yeah. And uh 
And you do progress through just managing poachers that are, uh, no one's bad in this game. Okay. So there's no real bad guys. There's just difference of opinions and needs. So you may have farmers who are poaching, uh, specifically because the Ron are destroying their crops. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, and so that you don't always punish people, um, like with, with intent like this reason why no one really dies. I think it's because they, they, you know, you maybe can reform them. Uh, and so I, I've been enjoying, we are the caretakers. Uh, like I said, very early access. It's about $20 on steam right now. Uh, I played it for about six hours. I probably could have went another good couple of hours before I finished all the errors. They've got, um, they've got an active steam community. The developers are listening and they're, they've got a roadmap. They just posted for how they're going to develop this game over the next year. Uh, just to keep that in mind when you're spending your 20 bucks, it is very, very early access. Um, by the way, we should play some of the music uh, that I posted in the, oh, yeah. the trailer. I got some stuff it's, here. It's, it's really, I, I like some of it's really good. Some of it's eh, kind of hit or miss, but a lot of it is really tasty. All right, here you go. We took care of the world because no one else would. We thought we could keep everything safe, protect everything that mattered. And we were wrong. Wrong. So we isolated ourselves from Shadra, the land we were supposed to protect. What was the difference between the people on the inside or the outside? It's a very slapping uh, t- style music. I like it yes, a lot. It's like good. It's real good. Yeah. And this uh, my, my time in the game the soundtrack itself and sound work in general were some of the highlights. It was very good. Well done. Yeah. And you can purchase the soundtrack separately, uh, as well. Uh, controller support coming according to the roadmap, uh, keyboard and mouse. How I played this, uh, interfacing was pretty easy, pretty straightforward, kind of basic. Uh, but I think if you like, if you like turn based encounters, uh, like ogre battle or last remnant, and if you like squad building, like XCOM, you'll probably like this, and it was it was a nice change to see something look so different and to have a you know such a different slant on things. It's not me just killing people, right? So you know, I like it. I like the uh, now. How many? What's your what's your score? What would you now? Get? Here my my score is a little different this time. Uh, if I if I, if I play a game and like Scott said, sometimes he plays a game and it's like, and he just stops. Mm. Um, this game I found to be really early access. Um, and so that's going to affect the score a little bit here, but don't think that is my final score on this game. I'm going to have to come back to it, but I'm going to give We Are the Caretakers a six squads out of nine pachyderms oh, of bad. early access. So please check back later. I think this game has a lot of potential, uh, but will it get there? I yeah, don't know. We don't know. So just, just keep all that in mind when you're spending your, your hard-earned money uh, that, that you do that. Wait and see. Yeah, wait and see or do it now. Like I said, I I don't mind plopping down some early access money as long as I check the forums first and make sure the developer is being active. In yeah, these if they're into it, like, then that's usually yeah. a good bet. That you're gonna you're gonna be yeah. happy in the long run. We are the caretakers. All right, very nice. Now this. <laughs> Look at this, everybody! Time for us to. <laughs> what was that? I don't know. <laughs> Guess each other's game. <laughs> This is Guess My Game, and uh, we play old audio from games of yore, and we try to guess what each other picked, and this week, 
uh, I won't say it's a cheat, but you're going to hear something. And you're going to think, oh, that sounds forever ago, but it came out in 2014. Okay. Yeah. 2014, kind of on everything. Let's see if Brian can figure it out. Here you go. I haven't heard enough yet, really. Okay. 2014, you say? 2014. 2014. What a weird... I would have guessed much earlier. It's got to be like a... It's very, very intentionally retro. and successfully retro. Like, it's a legit retro effort. Not just... You know, it's not just hey pixels plus a bunch of other modern tech. It's right. like really man. It, is sounds, it sounds so Zelda. In fact, I they mean, may have put this on a NES cartridge as uh, as a release for okay. this. It's, it's possible. Yeah, it sounds so Zelda esque. It's uh, but so it's not any Zelda that I know. Yeah, definitely not Zelda. Any ideas? Chat room knows it, but uh. You're, yeah, you're, I don't. Course. I know. I just is that's pretty early on to some of those, uh, really those retro loved type games in our current uh, incarnation. Hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. You got any more hints? Nope. Uh, I'll tell you this: uh, you use a non-standard weapon. <laughs> you say non. All right, it's Minecraft. Nope. I use a pickaxe. I don't know then. And then I mean, but you're well. Let me give you another hint about that. You were in, you right. use a non-standard weapon, and that weapon is part of the title. Part of the title. Yep. Non-standard weapon. All right. So. Uh, okay, I'll give you one more hint that'll bricks, help on top of this. Brick, brick if, man. If Batman, brick hat man. was digging graves, what would they maybe call him? So he's out there digging graves at night with a. <laughs> You know, with a shovel. I know now, and that's a great hint. That's a great. It's got to be shovel night. That's that it, was it, that last one. I like how you turned it into. A, you took the punchline and you reversed it. Yeah, that's how we think around here. That's good. I like I'm glad, that. I'm glad that worked. All right, that was uh, that was pretty much telling me the title though. But I'm going to take it. I'm going to okay, take it. We'll take it at this point. All right, here's yours. Let me see if I can figure it out. Oh, it, but what's the year here? What am I listening to? Oh, 1991. And I uh, may give you a few more hints real quick if you if it doesn't yeah, ring go, familiar really go quick. All right, I'll try it. Here we go. Wait, you said 91, you said? 1991. This is, this is, this is a uh, publisher that is one of my favorites for indie games now currently and has been since the beginning. So it's an arcade game? Originally, uh, this is uh, yeah. This was actually was for the Amiga. Wait, what was this? Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> this is for the Amiga. This was one of the first games Team Seventeen uh, ever put out after they formed Team Seventeen from two other studios or uh, publishers. So this would be preview. This would be before Worms, then. Yeah, absolutely. This is like their first release, or first or second release, I believe. And it actually ended up being a franchise. Um, give me a hint. Is, is it like uh, an army, I, uh, sci-fi? Like, what, what is this? Yes, absolutely sci-fi. It's a alien-type uh, derivative. It's, it's definitely based on 
uh, on that. Oh, listen to that. Hold on. Listen to this lady. Player one requires ammo. Player one requires ammo. How about this? I I am the number two player for high score on Anstream on this game. In the world. <laughs> In the world. Globally. Glo- uh, <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I thought I knew everything there was to know about Team 17. I used to follow those guys a lot. I yeah. Just, I, this I don't is know. Alien Breed from uh, 1991, which uh, spawned a couple other uh, Alien Breed versions i don't remember this why don't i remember this i don't know but you got to go back and play it because i didn't remember it either uh but i was i was fiddling around on Antstream, which is a cloud-based service for uh, retro games and uh, a lot of the team 17 titles of the older stuff was on there and uh i popped in i'm like oh what is this i was like oh team 17 check it out and uh i was like wow i legit am enjoying this mm. uh top-down science fiction shoot 'em up video game what is their chart? By the way, I know they're doing some free. You can do a free trial, fourteen day trial. But what's the money after you do the trial? For I don't guys? know. They wouldn't tell me, which upsets me. Mm. <laughs> it wasn't clear. I'm sure if I Google searched it, but uh, no credit card or payment or anything is required to try AntStream. Just uh, you know, just sign up your little account there to start your fourteen day free trial. I don't know what's going to happen after that. Um, I think Tonda Ghost is in the chat. I think he 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 may know, but it used to be free, so maybe Tonda doesn't know. Mm, Galaga. So they're on their main page. They're showing Galaga, Mortal Kombat Classic, whatever that is. Pac Man, yeah, Joust, and Earthworm Jim is on here, which is not an arcade game. So that's interesting. No, no, uh, it's just retro games. It's not necessarily arcade games. And this wasn't an arcade game either. This was uh, this was on the Amiga. Alien oh, Amiga interesting. Okay, so a lot, so these are just old old is what they are. Right. Okay, cloud-based uh, deal. How many games? Thousands of retro games. Yeah, I may have to try that for 14 days. Well, it wouldn't hurt nothing. Like I said, it may be, uh, maybe I'm doing it wrong. Maybe I'm doing it wrong. I don't know. I don't know. You might not be. You might be doing right. it exactly right. No, I what I'm seeing, now I'm seeing it says for February 4th, 2021, retro games now free to play thanks to Anstream Arcade. I don't know. Maybe I maybe I read it incorrectly. Maybe it is just free. All it told me was it said I had 14 days left. Maybe I maybe they gave me the up uh the upscale oh, version yeah. for 14 days. You Start probably got they probably got some pre- premium you know thing yeah you yeah. Maybe that's what I'm doing. That's pretty yeah, cool. Though. Play now for free, so I don't know. I'll mm-hmm. I'll have to I'll have to mess with it. Uh okay. Well, very nice. I I failed. You won. Very nice. After about 12, 12 hints, Brian got mine right. And uh <laughs> <laughs> After you essentially told me the answer. But I told you I, I kind of gave you a hint there. I was like alien breed. Yep. Yeah. I never breed. played, I didn't even heard of it. I, I don't even know why this game's not on my radar. Well, you might not. Did you have a did you have an Amiga? No. Never was an yeah, Amiga guy. No. Yeah, me either. But every every Worms game that ever came out I owned. I love right. those. I love that series. Uh, all right, let's move on to an an email and email. Uh, this, this is an email from he-mail. a listener uh, from let's see, Bruce sent this in. Uh, probably Australian. I don't know. I'm just kidding. Uh, he says hello, friends. Uh, he sent by the way, email address is boopshow at gmail.com. He says just wanted to ask you guys if you could remember to say the game name at the end of when you're talking about it. As sometimes I miss it when you start talking about it and then get interested in it, and I want to look it up, and then I have to rewind the podcast to find it. Love you both. Not like that, but maybe a little like that, Bruce. Okay. <laughs> well, Bruce, uh, yeah, we, we, I think we're pretty good about it 
most of the time. But if we forget, you know, today, we'll do it one more time. Uh, we are we are the caretakers is the one Brian played. Okay. Right. Steam. Skeletal Avenger, also on Steam, is the one I played. There. Yes. There, we've said it now, twice, at least. But Bruce did call us out, and so I, I, I read the email before, I started the sh- before we started the show. So I definitely read the name multiple times a day just, just to make sure nothing but wrong with i believe i believe you because there's nothing worse than trying to rewind a freaking podcast that's the worst <laughs> p squared in the chat says what was the name of the astronautica game yeah there was astronautica there was game yeah definitely <laughs> wasn't one um all right astro space <laughs> we've got a challenge slash contest this week and uh here's how it's gonna go you submit your story for the boop show and win stupid prizes I wouldn't yeah. call these stupid, though. These are pretty good. No, no. Um, so, do you have a story about that time you ruined everything by trying to eat or drink while gaming? You know, had a little, uh, you know, uh, errant uh, potato a chip end accident. up in your floppy drive. Sure. Yeah, dump a whole Slurpee down your <laughs> down your hard drive. Like, <laughs> what have you done? And all the, Did all the sauerkraut fall off your dog? Yeah. I mean, did, did that yeah. happen? Did your dog eat all the sauerkraut and then throw up on your lap? That kind oh, of dog? Oh, my gosh. I know. Oh, I, it, oh. I know. I know. I actually do have one about my dog. One time, I left the uh, PS4 controller on the floor oh, after he had after he ate his food and drink. Yeah. And so uh, things were not good all over your controller. Uh, well, we want to hear your stories, and we want you to tell us about it. Weave a wonderful tale, but don't make them too long. Keep them short. Okay. Yes. That's the goal. Deadline is May tenth, twenty twenty one over on the reddit page so boopshow.reddit.com you can find this one right there and uh look for it we'll pick we'll pick the winner from the host and here's what you're going to get three of you will win well one each of you will each of three people will win one of the following prizes so i'm trying to say american fugitive a fantastic game i have on both steam and my switch and i reviewed it a couple of weeks ago and i love that game think of it as gta in the country it's awesome uh, cook, serve, delicious. The best uh, sort of just-in-time cooking thing since Diner Dash, I think. It's very good. I have uh, one through three of that. They're all very good. And then Big Little, or sorry, Little Big Workshop, which I don't know what that is. Is that a, what is that? Little, Big Little, Little Big Subnautica in Space. That's the one. Little uh, Big Shop. Oh, I have this. You do have that. Yeah. It was on your it was on your list. I actually think you talked about it one time. I think Maybe I might have. Year? I think I just didn't get far enough in it, and it was very early at the time, but I think it's come a long way, and it's got yeah. good, great reviews now. Wow, look at that. All right. Yeah, all the games I picked. Okay, so you may notice a couple of things. Like, uh, we did some deals this, earlier in the show. Mm-hmm. Those all had to be at least mostly positive or very positive or overwhelmingly positive for us to even consider those. Yeah, we're not and giving you Same with these. Yeah. Same with these game codes we're giving away. I'm only going to give away in a contest games that are, you know, mostly positive, overwhelmingly positive yeah. in that area. We're, we're we're aiming for you know subjectively or objectively good, not not garbage. Right, not uh, garbage. So too. if you want to be the winner of one of those three games and you have a story to tell, I guess you could make one up, but you know, make them as real as you can. That'd be good. If, I would make them as real as possible, but you know, if you come up with a a, 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 a whopper. I'm not going to say we won't read it. Yeah, we might still read it as if it really happened to you. <laughs> right. Anyway, Boop how are we going to know? <laughs> boopshow.reddit.com. That's where we want to go. So go check it out. All right. That's going to do it for us. Uh, reminder that uh, my uh, game, my card game, it's almost over. The Kickstarter. Yes. Uh, tomorrow, in fact, it ends. So you got like 12 hours or something. 
If you want to get in on it now and get that card game into your own greedy little hands, go check it out and read all about it. It's at rockrunners.art, or you can just search Kickstarter for Rock Runners and learn all about where we're at. We have one more, uh, what do you call it, stretch goal we could bust through today if we can get there. So if you're like, man, I sure want to do it now, even though I waited 30 days, no problem. It's still there, ready, ready and waiting for you. So go check it out over at rockrunners.art. The website is frogpants.com slash B-O-O-P for us. Boopshow at gmail.com is our email address. You can find me and Brian on Twitter. I'm at Scott Johnson. He's at the Brian Dunaway. And uh, we're on Twitch as well, Frogpants and Brian Dunaway. Brian, anything else you'd like to say before we go? Absolutely. I was over on, I was doing more podcast listening lately, and I was looking at reviews on the Boop Show on specifically iTunes. There's plenty of other places you can listen to this. Yeah. Uh, and I noticed that, uh, you know, we haven't been a review in a couple of weeks or so. So, if hey, if you're listening, you like the show, do uh, give us a review. That helps us, uh, with you know, get up. Higher yeah, in the indie game. All you, podcasting. all you uh, 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 Apple Podcast listeners, go out there and review us. You on yeah. Spotify? Review us there. Spotify, you use that Google yeah. thing, which is kind of a nightmare. But if you use it, uh, their podcast stuff is just hard. Yes, podcast. I, I said iTunes. Fastidious called me out. You're right. I'm old man. It's fine. It's still iTunes to me. We've this <laughs> podcast app. We're it's been iTunes it. for a long, long time. But yeah, uh, go leave us reviews wherever you get your shows because it, it really does help us and helps people discover the show that had never found it before. Uh, all right, that's going to do it for us. For me and Brian, and for all of you. And maybe even more than you. I don't know. We'll see you next time. Bye, everyone. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Yes. Get more at frogpants.com. I don't like steam. I love steam. Destroy them with lasers. Oh, bonus. Bonus. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> A boink? <laughs>